Welcome everybody back to Friar Talk. Today we're recording and we have some news. Uh, Bob Baldwin is officially leaving San Diego and he is going to be the Giants manager. Uh, so we're going to break that down today to kind of talk about who we expect to take over, um, what are kind of all of the factors of this move. And I think first off, the, the first thing I'm going to say is it shows a lot of dysfunction. If you have your manager leave, however you feel about Bob Melvin, and he leaves after you say two weeks ago, Bob's back. Like we're, you know, we're expecting him to be back. AJ Preller said that they had kind of like, I don't know, like fixed the relationship or whatever what that was. And then he goes interviews with another team on, I think that was Sunday. And Isaac Chase and I, Chase isn't here, but we were texting. We're like, okay, yeah, so he's definitely going to go. Sure enough, Tuesday, two days later, he's gone. He's out. Um, and he is now a manager for your division rival who has significantly worse play players than you. However, a much, much more functioning organization. And I think that's the big takeaway is that this will be, including interim managers, this is going to be Preller's seventh manager. So not good. This will be his, what, his fourth guy, um, if you don't include Bud Black because he wasn't hired. But this will be the fourth guy that he's fully hired. Um, so that's kind of the takeaways from the Bob Melvin side. Um, if we're looking at who's going to take over, it's probably going to be Mike Schilt, who was the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, we had talked about him potentially being a guy to take over when they hired Bob Melvin, but he was like one of our big candidates. He's been in the organization for a little bit. He actually is a good hire. So like yeah, he's probably gonna take over. It seems like that's kind of like, like kind of written in stone almost at this point, but he actually is a good hire. I think outside of that, the only big question I have is, is Ruben Niebla going to stay? But Isaac, what are your, what are your initial thoughts, man? It's a, uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. I definitely think it's a tough pill to swallow considering he went to a division rival. Um, and a lot of people are mad that he went to a division rival. Um, I mean, the way I see it is if you're in a toxic workplace and you go and you get a job offer to go in a better work environment where, I mean, take this into consideration, right? Bob Melvin's been very outspoken about the lack of analytics in terms of what the Potters have given him. The Giants, have shown they're a very analytical team. Um, he basically got a better offer, is given better tools, was promised better tools to work with outside of the players themselves, and he took it, and he's from the Bay. So I'm not mad at Bob Melvin for taking the job. I salute Bob Melvin for doing that. It's very unfortunate, but I salute him because, hey, the Padres aren't, clearly aren't the best organization to work for. Um, AJ Preller is clearly not the best boss to work for. And the fact that AJ Preller was very outspoken about, hey, Bob Melvin's going to be back. We're going to run this thing back and we're going to be all right. And we didn't hear a peep from Bob Melvin, not a single word. And then he leaves. Shows the lack of communication, the lack of trust. And it shows a lot. It really shows a lot, in my opinion. So, yeah, man, losing Bob Melvin, I think, is a huge loss. Mike Schilt is – he had some good good seasons with the Cardinals. Maybe implementing the Cardinal way is something that the Padres want to do. I'm not entirely sure, but that's fully who I expect to take over. I think it's going to be an internal decision. And if it's Ryan Flaherty, you can – I mean, I'm writing the season in stone. It's over. Um, it can't be Ryan Flaherty. So, I mean, you got to make the right decision and make it be Mike Schilt. you got to keep Ruben Yebla for sure. Um, but – Overall, when a manager decides to leave, a three-time manager of the year, a three-time manager of the year, someone that's been 
constantly praised for being, everyone says, the best manager I've ever had. A lot of people in the A's organization consistently say best manager I've ever had. When he decides to leave you after two years, still having one year on his contract, he decides to leave having Fernando Tatis Jr., Juan Soto, Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Jake Cronenworth, Haseon Kim, a star-studded roster. He left you for a roster of bums. That shows a lot. No, it absolutely does. And I think that's that's also something that we talked about too, like when we were talking about the Giants, right? Like last year. I mean, I, I don't remember if the Potters ended up finishing ahead of the Giants. I want to say they did by a couple games, but basically the whole year the Giants were ahead of the Padres in the standings, right? And you look at the guys that are rolling out, and you're like, bro, this is like a joke. This is insane. But the Giants have consistently done that. A couple years ago when they went on their crazy their crazy run when the Padres fell apart in 2021, their team was not that good. Like, like if you're actually looking at who the players are, like they had a couple guys, of course, but it's about how the organization works. And we've seen that they don't necessarily need some crazy star-sided roster to perform well. That's what Bob Melvin had in Oakland, and they performed well too. You had more success in Oakland than he did in San Diego. Think about that, guys. We're think we're talking about a team that has insane, insane talent. So when you look at it from that standpoint of like Bob's gone, I know people are going to look in and say, "Hey, you know Bob, Bob struggled this year. They had to fire someone. They had to do something." If that's the case, then firing Bob and not firing Preller is like just doesn't make any sense. That just shows like, okay, you talk the organization a lot of time. Peter Sadler talks about like stability. They don't have any type of stability in the coaching department. If there's a new hitting coach next year, I mean, they didn't really have a hitting coach this year. They had like multiple guys. If it's not the same staff of guys, it will be the the next season in a row where it's been every single year. I forgot for how many years. I think it's like nine or 10. It's some absurd number where they've had a new hitting coach or this time a group of hitting coaches. So, I mean, you talk about stability. The only person that's been the stable group in the stable guy in the organization is AJ Preller. AJ Preller has been suspended. AJ Preller has made bad trades. Now he has made some good trades. He has come together with not much winning and he gets a new manager every other year. So you're talking about stability. You're talking about stability from one position and you're talking about no stability for the rest of the organization. And that's the issue. Um, so this is going to be a huge off season for the Padres. Um, if they don't really like retool and figure it out and try to build an identity of who they want to be, like there's going to be so many questions moving forward where it's like there's there, they might not look like they're going to have much success after this, which is really scary. Um, but that's kind of where you're at on the Padres side. Now, if Mike Schill is brought in, I, I don't think that's like a drop off. It could even be an upgrade at manager. So when people are talking about us ripping them, ripping basically Bob Melvin leaving, which also Isaac, I didn't say yet, but I don't really blame him for doing that. It makes sense. He kind of was, he was letting us know that's how he felt. Um, so yeah, I'm not necessarily ripping the fact that they're going to go They're They're going to have Mike Schill take over. I don't think it's like some downgrade or something like that. It could even potentially be an upgrade, but it's more about the process that they've had over the years where it's just like, there's so much instability. They're just kind of all over the place. And we don't really know what to expect. You're in and you're out from a roster. Guys go up and down, you know, like there's new coaches, there's this, there's that. Now, if Ruben Niebla leaves, then this whole thing is an absolute disaster, especially because Ruben Niebla is an absolute monster of a pitching coach. Like he is fantastic. Um, and if you don't think that, go look at how good the Padres starters were last year um, and how good they've, they've been, how good they were down the stretch and in 2022 as well. So I think if you lose Ruben Niebla, that's a massive disaster. 
if you don't go with Mike Schilt and it's like some random dude, like that's that's gonna be rough too. If it's a, a Jace Tingler type guy, which kind of is like Flaherty, I would say like that would be kind of a similar mold of a move. Um, where it's like, oh yeah, it's a buddy, it's a buddy hire. Um, but if you don't go with Mike Schilt and you don't retain Ruben Yabla, this Bob, Bob Melvin leaving because that is the aftermath of this move. That's when it becomes a disaster. So that's kind of where I'm at on it. Um, I, I'm pretty confident we're going to see Mike Schilt take over, though. It seems like everything's pointing towards that. I would say the same. I definitely would. Um, just considering his recent experience as a manager of the Cardinals, and it was kind of weird when he got fired because they had just rallied to win like 17, 18 in a row. And they ended up making the playoffs and losing to in like an 100 and something win team, a very dominant Dodgers team. So, and that was when it was only a one call, a one game wild card. I actually thought they had a decent chance to beat them. Um, but they lost on a walk off home run. And it was very weird when, when they did fire him. I think as soon as he got fired, we had both or all three of us had said, Hey, this is our new top candidate. This is the guy that we want. Um, because of his recent success with a good organization. And we hope he bring those values over here. So now this is a good opportunity for that to happen. Um, but something that I hate in a lot of businesses, organizations, they always talk about this is stability. Stability is only good when it's producing a winning product. Stability is not always a good thing. Stability could actually end up being your downfall because you're hindering, you're preventing yourself from being even better. That's a possibility that you give up when you mention stability. And I understand that, you know, maybe Peter Seidler doesn't want to have to go through the process of hiring somebody else. Doesn't want to have to find somebody else. Um, I completely get that. It's, it's a lot, especially for a guy probably as busy as him. And same thing with Grubner, probably both very busy guys that don't want to have to go through that process. But it's become very obvious that this type of stability is not working for the Padres. It's very obvious. It's nine years now, almost 10 of one deep playoff run. One, just one. And that's despite thinking we were going to have a great roster in 2015 where it all just didn't come to fruition. Cool. Build up the best farm system in baseball. Go to the NLDS in the shortest season in MLB history. We all knew that was fake, you, especially now in 2023. Now that we now that we can finally look back at it and say, hey, we lost a few starting pitchers to start the year. 60 games in, like 70 games in. We would not have made the playoffs that year if it was not for a 60-game season. So then you look at it all and you go, in 2022, finally a good enough roster to make the playoffs. A great trade, by the way, for Juan Soto. Other than that, it's been a lot of failure, and that's what stability has gotten you from A.J. Preller, a lot of failure. So um, same thing with my favorite football team, the Chargers. The stability in Tom Telesco has brought you a lot of failure. goes both ways. So, I mean, that's my view of things when it comes to this whole stability thing is, in my opinion, they're preventing themselves from being an even better baseball team. Um, but with all that being said, I hate to see Bob Melvin go. I loved him as a manager. I thought he was fantastic. I know he made some really bad bullpen decisions, but um, I'm definitely not going to be rooting for him in San Francisco. I will not be doing that. I can't do that. If the opportunity comes and everybody starts booing him when he's back, maybe I'll give him a boo. But um, 
I hope the hire is Mike Schilt. I don't really see it. I don't really see a better option unless somebody else hits the market. I know Dusty Baker is supposedly not going to manage anymore, but um, if it just so happens that he's only going to leave the Astros and he's open for availability, that could be a possibility. But right now, the most realistic possibility and option is Mike Schilt and um, finding finding a new hitting coach and retaining Ruben Yebla. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think um, kind of final things to wrap it up on, I would say, is stability is that buzzword that that they just love to use. Oh, we want stability. We want this. There's no stability. There's only stability with one guy. So it's like, all right, that doesn't really make much sense. doesn't really apply here. Um, but then also, like you said, Mike Schilt, um, I saw people, I think people were talking about Ron Washington too. So I don't know. It seems like it's, it seems like it's going to be Mike Schilt. So I would be really surprised if it's not, I don't think it's a bad hire. I, I don't really think this move is like some type of like downgrade or anything like crazy. It's more just like another, another way that the Potteries can have represented that, Hey, we're, we're really dysfunctional. <laughs> like we're just kind of like floating on and yeah, we got these good players, but we don't really know what we're doing and we're probably not going to have much success because you're hundred percent right. They wouldn't have made the playoffs in 2020 and you look at it and you go, okay, you like, if, if that's a full season, you don't make the playoffs. And if anyone wants to argue that, like good luck, because like, look at who was pitching paddock at your as your one. Yeah. Good luck. Um, so I think that we look back on it and we're like, well, you basically have one year in the playoffs. Yes. You had like three or four seasons where you were rebuilding. That's been the min- minority of the time under AJ Preller. Now the rebuilding years are less than half of what, when he's been here. So we can't really defend that anymore because it's like, all right, then you have one year of like, like five other years. So two of the most just disastrous seasons ever. And I think, I think we all know, like, I mean, we say this every single time we talk about it, like AJ Preller is the problem. It's, it's been like that. Um, I think it's deeper than just AJ Preller. I'll tell you that too. I think everyone prays and everyone like, oh yeah, like, like, you know, Peter Seiler has been amazing. Well, this is starting to fall on him too. Like you, you, yeah, he spends a lot of money. That's, that's fantastic. But there's other things that make organizations good. And the Potters have not shown that they're doing that. Is it a process to get there? Yes. Do you have to be patient? Yes. But you also have to recognize when something isn't working. And that's what we've seen. So overall, it's a frustrating move. It's It kind of was made a lot of sense that it was going to happen. We were kind of expecting that this was going to be the case, especially when we didn't really hear from Bob Melvin afterwards. They're like, Bob's back. And he's like, nothing. So yeah, I think that's overall thoughts. Uh, hopefully, Ruben Abel is back. It seems like that's likely going to be, and it seems like Mike Schill will be here. Um, hopefully, some type of splash in terms of hitting coaching because it's been rough on that front. But yeah, I think that's it. So everyone, thank you guys for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, do all that stuff. Uh, if there's any more news, any stuff like that, we'll make sure to, to to talk about it and break it down. But overall takeaways, Bob Melvin's gone. You lost him to a division rival. That is tough. And Mike Schill is probably a similar style manager that you're going to have in in here probably perform in a similar way so i um that's kind of what i'm expecting and that's kind of final piece so thank you guys all for listening and uh hopefully uh hopefully we see some more some less dysfunction from this organization and hopefully we look back on this and it's like hey yeah it was kind of rough at the time but it was just kind of a reset hopefully that's what it is but i don't necessarily believe that right now so uh yeah thank you all for listening and uh we'll talk to y'all soon